Welcome to the show, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Jalen Aganda joins me here. Come around and love me. His new album available on all platforms now. Congratulations on the release, man. Welcome to the show. How's everything going? Everything's going. Everything's going. Just on tour right now. So I've uh, just got that. Just got to Detroit, and now, uh, yeah, here we're here now. How does it feel to be in Detroit? Because I know you grew up with so much influence, especially in the oh, Motown. It, it feels good. It feels like a pilgrimage every time. Well, it's my second time in Detroit, and I'm very, very enamored to be here. It's it, a good feeling. Oh, 100%, man. And just you're just a generational talent from what I heard. As soon as I checked out the records that came out, because my favorite is Lost on the new album. That's my favorite okay. song, personally. And just when I checked out the record, I said, this is a once-in-a-generational talent, and you see people complimenting you and saying to remind you of what's going on, Marvin Gaye and Sam Cooke. What does it mean to you when you get those comparisons to iconic artists like those that I mentioned? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that much, to be honest. I mean, it means more when someone likes, when someone's, I really like your songs. I think being compared to another artist is, it's, it's I, you know, someone says like, oh, I like, Mar you know, I can hear the Marvin Gaye or I can hear this and the influence and I say thank you. But when people compare, it's like, there's nothing I can do. You're just, I'm, I've now, I'm just someone you, you know, it's like the comparing is, it's, I think it's more, to, you, you ask the, the person, the comparer, rather than the comparee. You know, because I'll, I'll just keep doing me and admiring them and just embracing my music and, you know, but uh, it I, I don't really feel any type of way. You know, I just it's just it, it just gets thrown at me and I'm just like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's never my intentions. I'm not trying to live my life as the new second Marvin Gaye or or Chris, whatever, you know, it's, I just want to be me. But uh, when you put a what's going on beat on any song, they're going to be like, oh, that's Marvin Gaye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 a good feeling. It makes people remind people of the the good, the greats, and you know it's it's a good feeling to you know to be thought of that way as a, as a as someone who writes songs that deep. Exactly, man, and and it's just amazing learning about your history and going out to Liverpool and finding yourself on a journey. But before we get into that, because it was your father's record collection, he had this big soul, Motown, hip hop, classical music collection. What drew you to the '60s era out of every genre of music? What is it about the '60s yeah. that always appealed to you? I just liked it the most. The only music that really made me feel the way I feel now when I write, listen to music from that time. That's the only thing I. I didn't set myself out to only listen to 60s music. I hear it. I I've grew up, you know, my dad is not really a big soul guy. He's more of a hip hop guy. And um, he, to be honest, he doesn't have a record collection. He has a CD collection because, you know, it was the 80s by the time he was in his 20s. He bought CDs and tape. <laughs> he had a tape collection too. Um, but it got interpreted as a record collection years ago. So ever since people have been thinking I got my dad's a record collector, he's not. But, um, Anyway, it's not the point. Um, 60s brought me, I mean, it's just the music so happened to be out in the 60s, you know? So I just like those songs, you know? I like other stuff too, like music from the 70s, some 80s, some, I like all music. Like, I just like 60s the most. But, you know, it it just drew me because it was like, you know, my dad, mom, brothers, whatever, they, they listen to, they listen to hip hop. And, you know, I'll be in the car just bobbing my head and I'll be like, okay, the song, but you know, I I just considered myself a non-music person. I was like, I don't know this music. I just kind of like get video games. Then when I heard music from the nineties, every time I hear something that's older, it just does something to me. 
And I, I don't think because it's grainy and all that stuff, it's just the type of songs. I just like those kind of songs. You know, like a, uh, if you wrote, like if you took My Girl and put the song in a different format, or I don't know. I'm, but I just like the songs. You know, I like the music. I like the writers. I, I like the sounds of the guitars and the bells and all that stuff. And it's unexplained. It's like trying to describe why do you like being high on weed? You know, it's just like, you know, I just, it just feels good when I hear it, you know? No, and you dominate it, man, just by listening to music and then people in the comments. And people have said it from your music video aesthetic. They said this is what YouTube would have been like in the 60s. So just to see that you're dominating that era, man, it's it's big time. Why do you think there's been such like a void for artists? Because you really are the one bringing it back and doing what you love. And this is what makes you feel good. Why do you think there's been such a void to carry on from the artists that it came from the 60s and that sound aesthetic? Uh but to be honest, I'm not the only one doing music from this thing, you know. I mean, there's many artists. There's there's the Sacred Souls. Um, there's the Lady Ray. There's, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of musicians writing songs. And they just get put, produced in a certain way, you know. And um, I think people, I think if anything, like, us human beings are going to just evolve, you know. We're going to discover new genres and it's not like we don't i think people think of soul music as like this music that's been long buried and never heard before no soul music's always been around it's just you know when you listen to like the your, your top 100 radio you're not going to hear it that much because it's not and we're not in that time anymore you know right now the the popular music is hip-hop and r&b like modern r&b and that's just the world we live in. So when you get someone that does something that's not in the sort of uh, the, by the books, you know, it, it's unorthodox for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, they're all just a bunch of songs and they're just different styles. I think if, you know, if people change the tune of old, you know, like forgotten music to like, this is another avenue of writing an R&B song, you know. But I, you know, I, I don't try to see myself as the leading for I, I'm just someone who's just writing songs and I just like to express my music and my art. And, you know, it's it makes me happy the kind of songs I write, you know. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time coming because people have been following you on your journey since going out to Liverpool, being from the, the D.C. Era, area yeah, and, yeah. and just learning about when during class time, you'd be writing lyrics down in your notebook from the Temptations. And... Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to do that back in middle school, high school. You know, I mean, of course, when I had time, I would go home and try to finish it. Yeah, I did that because I'd rather do that than try to figure out this equation. No, yeah, yeah, that's boring. Yeah, you gotta. You're always gonna find what your true passion is. Forget those exactly. equations. Exactly. <laughs> but violin, you learn. You had to learn eventually, especially with the guitar. It, it came natural, just playing by ear. But you had the opportunity to learn how to read the music. That's how you know you're naturally gifted. Is just when you're just playing it by ear. Uh, that's insane to me, Thank as you. someone who's just a journalist. I'm not a musician. Just hearing about it is, yeah, that's wild. Thank you so much. Of course. It, Liverpool, because you had the opportunity, you thought about going to New York and to Los Angeles. Was it like the Jimi Hendrix story, especially your other influences with the, <laughs> no. the Beach Boys and the Beatles and going out to the Liverpool and trying something different? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't I didn't make any decision because someone else did the decision. I made a decision because it was best for me. And, um, you know, of course, like I think the whole Jimi Hendrix thing is it's very encouraging, you know, and it's like, well, Jimmy did it and it's an encouraging thing, but that's not the reason why I chose to go there. I chose because 
that was the best place for me to develop as a musician, I thought. And, you know, that was a lot of time. So it was just the most, the best fit. I'm pretty sure there would have been a better school, but that school didn't, that, that school came too late. You know, it's like one of those things, like there's always something better, you know, but I chose to go to Liverpool because the school's in Liverpool and I want to go the to the performing school, arts, performing arts school. And I, you know, it's just, I wanted to be somewhere where I felt, it just felt like a cool place to be. You know, I didn't, it wasn't a grand scheme. It's just like, at the time I saw it as like, some people go outside to school to study. Some people go in the country to study. And I was like, I think I'm one of those people that might go abroad to study. Um, and I just so happened to go abroad to study. You mentioned just going out there to develop your music. What did you develop personally out there? You, from, you draw from everyday influences in your music. So what did you develop as a musician while in the performing just, arts out there? I just, yeah, I develop a confidence in my playing. I was not confident for a long time when I was a teenager. Like most teenagers are not confident in anything, you know. But, you know, I did develop a style. I developed a songwriting style. I developed, you know, uh, a certain, yeah. I mean, I was listening to other, other bands from that time period. And, you know, I was developing something. And, but I never intended to develop. I was just living as a musician. And, you know, and, you know, you write songs and the song people like it. And you start performing it. And, then, you know, you write another song. And, you know, it's like. But I think Liverpool definitely helped me develop my, uh, definitely my, my onstage persona, you know, which is the same as my offstage, but just like feeling confident in play. I think people, they've been re ready for this album to drop because I see in the comments of people that have been following you, they remember you when you're doing your gigs out in Liverpool all the way to yeah. up now with Daptone Records. So what's that mean to you that you've been building this audience all along to where they remember when you were first coming up? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's like I appreciate when people say that because I always forget, you know, I have no recollection from that night, that gig, you know, but it's a special feeling that people are still listening, you know, people still into it, people still followed me from those years, you know, and it's always a surprise, and I, you know, like I know, like all of us musicians like to take our fans along this journey that we that we do. Some will continue, some will fall out. You know, we all have an artist that we once listened to and stopped listening to because we got and fell in love with some, another artist. And it's just, it makes me feel appreciated when someone that long ago is still kind of following. And I'll appreciate it 10 years later if they'd be like, I remember when he first put out Come Around and Love Me. You know, I, it's just, it just makes me feel like really appreciative of the people who are listening to the music. And come around and love me for the new album. I, I read online behind the title. It was just you just trying to rhyme words, just putting words together. Yeah. The title. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, you know, it's just like, it's what you do when you write songs. You just try to find rhymes and try to find nice rhymes, nice, cool things to say, you know, without thinking too hard, you know? Mm hmm you've spoken about it in the past because the aspirations uh, this is like years ago i've heard you in interviews you know talk about how hard it is just to win a grammy but it, what was so important was when you said writing and producing an actual song how complex was it for you to write and produce the songs for this album the, the debut here uh well to be honest i wrote what was uh, it was with the team you know i didn't produce the record though i wouldn't i didn't sit behind the desk and used all the controls. I don't know how to use that stuff. I mean, I can hear it in my head, but I don't know how to manually make, turn a knob. 
that's the right thing to press. So I can't say I was the producer. Uh, the producer was Vincent Chiarito and Michael Buckley. But all three of us definitely spoke about the arrangements and spoke about the sounds and all that stuff. So, you know, I mean, I was very, very vocal on the sounds and very vocal on the arrangement too. So it was not like I kind of just sung and, you know, wrote lyrics. I did a lot. So, but it's, it's you know, it's kind of like, you know, um, it's just part of the process when you make something. It's like, all right, I wrote the song. Now we have to breathe it, breathe life into it. We have to record it. And then it's up to you whether what sounds you want to put on it, you know. I am curious because you're such an artist in your own lane. Who are some artists that you draw a curious, just curiosity wanting to work with in this day and age? Because you listen to the music from today. So who's some artist that you would eventually love to collaborate with down the road? I mean, I don't really listen to music today. <laughs> no, like I just not by it's not like I'm trying to, you know, I, I believe that now there are artists of today like Angel Olsen. I like Angel Olsen. I don't really have a desire to write. I just like writing. I mean, I could write with anyone. It doesn't have to be with like writing with someone is a beautiful thing, regardless of who, whoever. If they're a songwriter and a musician that enjoys, you guys have a similar style, you know, but I try not to build hopes up like, oh, I want to work with so-and-so because like, it could end up being a disaster. You never know on my part or their part. So I try not to give myself high hopes on writing and collabing, but it's always something I look forward to as much as I look forward to writing with someone back in London, you know, who's like, you know, my neighbor. It's just, a, you know, it's just writing. I think it's just because like, when, when, once you're in a room with someone, all the sort of, you know, every the two musicians clout just disappears you're just two people writing a song and like all like the namesake and all the stuff the accolades all of that means nothing by the time when you're sat down with a couple of guitars or a piano you know so it's you know it's it's just down to you know it's down to sort of realizing that like it should be a joy to write with anyone but i do have you know like i love solange and i love um this artist new artist named olivia dean she's really popular in the uk um you know lady ray like i mentioned i like the sacred souls i like um you know i like a lot of there's a few new stuff but to be honest man i i, I just listen to burt Bacharach and mary wells and beach boys and that's on my on repeat you know so i can't i can't speak too much about what's going on in the music scene yeah i don't but i'm in the music scene like i'm part of it i'm part of that community so it's like i'm i'm sort of uh an odd member of the today's music scene, oblivious to what's going on around me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, man. Cause I, I'm a big nineties hip hop and nineties R and B guy. And I'm always complaining about, you know, where's the authenticity in artists. So I get it, man, where, where you're at and you're in your own lane. But when I did listen to your music, cause you, you, you haven't mentioned it before. If you're to tell a stranger, your arm, your soul R and B, and then you're somewhere in between with the beach boys and the Beatles. That's how you clarify yourself. But you know, what's funny when I was listening to your music, because everyone has the Marvin Gaye, comparisons because just with the music sound but the you know what struck me listening to your album the Bee Gees out of nowhere I don't know what it was just like I was like there's something like about the Bee Gees here that's coming out when listening to this album I don't know where that came from but it did remind me of it yeah no I mean I, I to be honest I'm not a Bee Gees fan I've never been into the Bee Gees <laughs> just be the highest the highest singing you know I think that's the thing you know like you know 
when you hear something, you gather information that you already know, and then you use that to what you to your knowledge, you know. So you know, but you know, I think you know the Bee Gees also sung soul music, and you know, it's it's just an art form, you know. It's it is just an art form. It's a way of singing. It's a way of writing. It's it's um it's not like a special power or anything. It's just it's like you know, but like in hip hop, we obviously compare other rappers to other rappers and stuff in terms of style and. Or, or if you're a basketball player, you just, but um, it's all by the book, not by the books, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to just answer that. Like, you know, we're all, it's all, you know, we all borrow from everybody. You know, it's all this universal thing that we take bits and the audience is there to pick out. Oh, that reminds me of that. You know? Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. It- this has got to win a Grammy here. You're you're gonna get your Grammy, man. I'm telling you, it's coming. I mean, I, know I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna happen because you're, you're generate. I mean it, man. You're a generational talent. So it's thank you so much. It, it's coming. The movies, everything. I hear you. It, the, the the it's just something about you, man. There's not there's not another. Regardless how it turns out, I'll still be writing and still be making music. Yeah. Whether oh, you will be wherever you know. <laughs> <laughs> you have a piano behind you. Is this yours or is this at a no, venue? No, this is actually I'm at the I'm at a bar, and it's an old busted up piano. <laughs> As you can see, I'm striking it. And no, nothing's, music nothing's playing. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh no, this is just some tacky design on the venue. I don't know. Uh, it's fire, man! And you got this upcoming performances with the tour. How's the UK treating you? Because now you're in, in London. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it's this. I've been there for nine years. You know, it's a long, it's been there for, I've been there for a long time. So it's, it's home, you know? Yeah. How often <laughs> do you come back to the States? Yearly, you know, a couple times a year. Just depends on what tour and, you know, depends on my work, but about, you know, every year. Yeah. Adaptone Records, I did want to get into your record deal and, and just the discovery process and you signing with them because they've been applauded for many years now and, and connecting and finding all the real authentic soul artists out there and keeping the genre alive. How did you two come together and, and getting this deal done? Well, you know, just my manager. <laughs> like, to be honest, just my manager and their team liaison and I get the call saying Daptone's interested. Hey, you got a gig. This guy from Daptone's coming, you know, and I met them at a gig, but um, I didn't see, see, I had no idea that that was hap- formulating, you know, when it was happening. I was just told that that was happening and so-and-so is going to come check you out. And, but yeah, um, my manager, if my manager was here, I'd, I'd be like, won't you tell him how that happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh so man, what's next? You got the tour. What's what else is going to be the role out here? Because I feel so you're going to well, have a big tour. Is, uh, after the tour, I guess back home and back to rest. A couple gigs here and there, you know. Right, just live, live life, man. Yeah, and you could tell this is a, a big sigh of relief here. The release is out. Sit back and enjoy it. And then I know later on you'll get inspired by some other things that happen around you and. You'll be creating the next album. Do you have like an idea already now that you've been back to the States on what you'd be maybe planning for the next songs or you just you're just in the current album mode for come around? Well, you know, I'm I write all the time. So, you know, well, well, it just depends what's being written around the time the album's being recorded. You know, I have no idea what's going to sound like, you know, we'll find out. Yeah, we will come around and love me available on all platforms. 
Thank you, man. I want to thank, thank you for coming on the show. Shout thanks out to your so management. Much. Yeah, of, of course. Right. Anytime. Yeah. Anything else you want to let the audience know before we close out? No, just listen to the album. Yeah. <laughs> Check my music out. That's all you. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. And let them know where they can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, all, all that social platforms that get you plugged in. Oh yeah, Jalen Ganda. Yeah, on all, all the social platforms. J a l e n n g o n d a. There you have it, man. Jalen, thanks again, man. Anytime. Thank you to your management again. Congratulations on the release. Big time, man. I'm seeing it right thanks now. So the Grammy's coming. Appreciate it. Of course. Right. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. All right, you too. Peace Bye-bye. out. Peace out. Bye.